Yay! So welcome to our first podcast, part 500 of us trying to get this audio to work. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll go ahead and introduce ourselves. My name is Andrea. I'm 25. And I, yep, that's all I can think about is fun. There's nothing fun about me. <laughs> I'm Valentina. I'm also 25. I'm a little more fun. <laughs> no for sure though i i always suck at introductions i'm like my name is let's Lola. not do an icebreaker because um, i hate those <laughs> i hate yeah plus would it be an icebreaker with between us or between us and the people listening because we know each other so it's not like we would need an icebreaker between us it's fine because we're not gonna do it <laughs> i think it's just yeah <laughs> i think it's just awkward that all of a sudden we're like, oh, record. But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and get into it then. We're, I know that you guys are probably tired of hearing quarantine podcasts or podcasts that talk about it. Uh, but here's another one for you. Because, yeah, we're not going to talk about actual quarantine, though, or about corona. We're just going to pretty much talk about our experience as far as jobs go. Because I don't know about you, but I definitely have been feeling a little anxious with work I wasn't and I don't feel too anxious about it um mostly because I've I kind of knew my job was ending since January and it wasn't like a like nothing new has changed like I'm still not like I'm still leaving my job in in May so that's not changing I did I do have less hours now and working from home isn't so bad I'm kind of used to it um I worked at a very flexible place that let us work from home before, so it's not nothing new. But I don't know. I know that it's not been the same thing for you because you went from having a full-time job to not. So do you want to jump in? Sure. Um, I knew nothing. Um, <laughs> like most people, this uh, pandemic or catastrophe, whatever you want to call it, you know, new chance, whatever, if you're positive, um, has just, like, basically, like, taken me and, like, pulled the carpet from under me, and then, like, there was no floor under it. But basically, I had a job. I was finally getting comfortable in it, setting up my routine. I had friends. I was getting really close, running with a friend afterward, you know. Um, and then uh, this happened. They were, like, calm down everybody we're still working because this is not the end of the world but nobody talked to each other or congregate anywhere or hug each other so like yeah everybody was going into the office as usual but it was a very sad environment my anxiety was on high and um I was stressed every day and I washed my hands I I'm a person who washes my hands anyways and people are like oh did people not wash their hands that's not it but like you start going like oh no, I touched the pen. Now I have to wash my hands. And I, my hands started bleeding. <laughs> um, so like I had to put on cream and all that. But then uh, because of health reasons and because of my mom, um, I had to ask if I could work from home. They said I could. Um, and then within a week of working from home, which working from home was actually pretty good. Like I liked it better because I was not as anxious. Uh, I could like go downstairs and say hi to my mom and like hug her or whoever was home because we're all quarantined together. And um, 
And then within a week, they, the boss called me and she goes, listen, so there's a bunch of people on furlough and you're the, one of the people on the list. And so yeah, I need you to return your computer and you're going to be on furlough for at least four months. Hopefully after four months, everything go back to normal and we'll hire you again. Mm. And so they sent me like an email explaining everything and telling me how to do everything. And then I just returned everything. I did as much as I could within that day so that other people didn't have to, you know, like cut out cut up like basically do my work I did as much as I could um and now I'm in quarantine at my house um I had to go to the hospital three days ago uh because of a burst uh cyst and I am now quarantined to my room I'm on day three I believe oh wow (laughs) and (laughs) only day three (laughs) and and so I'm I'm really really quarantined all I have is me myself and die. Yeah, it's crazy because, like, I didn't have a full-time job. I had a part-time job. And so I was used to working not full-time hours. And then now I work less than part-time. So it's definitely – it's been a struggle. And then also my position works a lot with events. So a lot of my work revolves around event – helping, like, event planning and stuff like that. So, like, there's no events. We can't gather anything. So it's been it's been tricky. I, I think I'm now finally starting to get into my routine of what I do. Um, <laughs> right I before you leave. <laughs> right? <laughs> For real, though, I have the end of this month and, like, maybe next month. I don't know. That's the crazy thing that, like, I had a plan. <laughs> my plan was in May I would start applying. Well, I've been applying since before May. But I was hoping that by May I would have at least something secured. But all my interviews have been canceled because a lot of the work that I do is in education and I work in school. So it's like they're all closed. I can't go. I can't do tours. I can't meet with teachers. They don't. There's a huge question mark as to like if school like I don't think school is going to come back at all for the rest of the school year. But that's what I heard. Yeah. So it's just it's crazy. And then a job that I really wanted, um, the the person it was like yeah, we don't know what funding is going to look like for us because we don't know. So we'll get back to you when all of this is over. But it's like, when is this going to be over? It's like, it's been tricky. I can't even like babysit for side money because nobody wants, Mm -hmm. like you can't can't just leave your house. So it's been stressful in that sense. But also, I don't know. I try to look at what this could mean positively. And it's... It's weird because like I've been trying to look at like what could pop what the like the positive could be around this and I don't know I was planning on moving and maybe this is the time to move because I don't have like I can't find a job here so maybe it's time to move somewhere else but then also where I'm trying to move is currently shut down so it's like maybe it's I it's just not supposed to be but also flights are cheap. So maybe I am supposed to leave. I don't know. It's been difficult. And a lot of that makes me very anxious. But the way I've kind of been handling it is just kind of trying to think of the positive. I personally don't enjoy working from home. Um, I know you were saying that you liked it because you can go see your family downstairs. I don't like that. <laughs> like, I don't like that I can't leave my house. I'm very much like a person that needs a purpose in life and whether that's a daily purpose thing or something, 
and leaving my house to go to an office was like a mini thing that gave me purpose every day. And so now I try to keep that up by putting makeup on, but uh, sometimes I'm like, why am I wearing makeup when it's going to waste my makeup? And it's makeup is expensive and I'm broke. So I don't think I should be <laughs> using my makeup. Um, but yeah, I don't know how, what do you feel like your future is right now? Because I know it makes both of us anxious to talk about it, but what, what do you kind of see yourself for the next, like when, hopefully when all of this is over. So here's how we are different right now. Well, first of all, I want to clarify um, that I, do not like working from home. <laughs> I know I said that at that moment I liked it, but simply because of everything that was going on, it was giving me a lot of anxiety. But in general, I like going into an office. I don't like having to motivate myself or any of that. But in the sense of like how negative the office space was and how anxious I was because I didn't know who's touching what, that is the reason I liked working from home because I didn't have to worry about, uh, you know, like, who's safe who's not um I do like going into an office but um so (laughs) I feel like you before all this you were going into a space of insecurity the coronavirus kind of maybe made the Mm -hmm. insecurity worse I'm not sure for me I at first was like upset but because in my head, I am getting reemployed in August. So after four months, April, May, June, July. Yeah. In August, for me, I'm taking it as a break. Yeah. So it's not like I'm taking it as a moment to do all the things that I felt like I wanted to do that I couldn't because I was working. Because for me, I like my job, but I feel like it's not my purpose as you said for me like writing and other stuff that I'm doing is really important so I'm taking this time instead of having to focus on interviews or reapplying in my head until I'm told otherwise I'm going back to that job because I really like that job and uh, it was like what I needed at, at that moment so right now I'm basically just taking this time because I don't need to make a plan for the future I am just kind of allowing myself to absorb everything in the now at first, I was trying to like make a plan for every day and say, I'm going to write 30 minutes every day and do this. And then I talked to this friend and she kind of brought up the fact that maybe this quarantine is a good time to not plan and to just get into like who I am and like understand myself more because we never make enough time for ourselves. We are always in a constant move. We're always trying to be productive oh my God, I want to come out of this. And people ask me like, what'd you do? And I want to be like, yo, I wrote a book, but which would be awesome. But also like, what if you come out of this and you like within the four months or however amount of time you're going to be in quarantine, you got to know yourself so well that now everything you do, you see, do it from a whole different perspective of knowing who you are without having to worry about outside things. Um, So for me, that's very positive. Yeah. That's very like positive. <laughs> um, I wish my brain worked like that. No, I, I don't feel like, I don't know. Part of me feels like this quarantine has had a positive effect. Mm-hmm. I feel bad saying that. Cause I know there's people out there who are sick and like, this isn't a positive effect, but 
as far as like personally, I don't know. I, I'm a very big believer in certain things happen for a reason. And I'm always constantly, when something throws me off, when like when you said, when the carpet gets pulled from under me, uh-huh. my first thought is I go to that reasoning. What? Why is this happening right now? And how can I positively look at it? And I think I agree that this is a good time to kind of explore your the things you didn't have time for. Because I have had more time. But also, I'm going to be honest, I haven't spent time doing the things I like. I've tried mm-hmm. to write. I've tried to read. But my brain is just so like, I should be doing this and this and this and this and this. And also, I've been on TikTok way too much to be <laughs> giving myself time. But like, uh, one thing is clear. I told you this before. I've always struggled with choosing between if I should move to New York or move to LA. And it was always because either New York has just always been where my heart wants to go. But if I want to follow the career of writing for film, obviously you go to LA for that. And I think with this whole thing, what it's done is it's finally let me figure it out where I need to go. And I definitely know that I need to be in LA because yeah, I want to be in New York and everything. But the only reason I want to be there is because I feel like it's a dream that I was attached to for so long. And it felt uncomfortable to think otherwise. But there's no real reason for me to be there besides the fact that I just want to be there. And that's not a good enough reason there needs like, I need to follow a goal with it. So for me, it's made it clear to move to LA. I'm not saying I'm moving in the next month, probably not going to be moving in the next month, don't really want to get Corona. But it's now given me a timeline of like, okay, during this time, I I need to figure out how to move there. And it's hard because I don't want to tie myself to a job and I'm going to end up committing to that job for at least a year just because that's the person I am. If I, if I tell you I'm going to show up to, um, to work, then that's just going to be the thing I do for a year. And I don't want that to happen. Because then I'm going to be stuck another year here. So I was thinking of going back to teaching and just doing that for the next couple of months. And then after that, I'm figuring out what happens. Okay. So that's what I, what, what you were saying about how you haven't really gotten to do everything you want to do because you're, you feel like you need to be doing something the whole time is kind of what I was trying to get into because I was feeling like that I kept feeling like am I being productive and stuff and like you know what like right now the world is at a halt and all right now we really need to worry about is are we healthy are we with the people we love so I understand of course I'm in a different position and like in my head I'm getting re-employed in August so for me you have that security right or at least I think I do. I'm telling myself I do. Yeah, you have you have a little more security. <laughs> right. Yeah, because like I'm definitely going to be unemployed in May. Like, yeah, whether this shit goes away or not, I'm unemployed in May. <laughs> so it's like right. Yeah, right. But here's the thing: you're going to be unemployed in May. You want at the end of May to move to LA. Let's say that. No. No. I, if I were to move to LA, it wouldn't be until this entire thing is, is gone. Like I, I'm not risking my health for that. Yeah. Um, with that said, I see my, I don't think this is going to go away until end of the, end of the year. Um, and that's fine 
that's fine with me. I've accepted that. I am, and, but I, and I like knowing that because then I'm not like, am I moving in a year? Am I moving in two years? Am I mm-hmm. moving in three years? Am I moving? Like, I know that at the end of the year, my goal will be to have enough money to be at least next year, early next year, be in LA. With that, I would go back into teaching to help fund that because there's just no, there's no way for me. I can't move when I'm broke, so. Right, but I understand. But here's the thing. Let's say this all, whatever, is at the end of the year and you, so you, the reason you want to move to LA is because you want to write for television. So why not? Like, you really want to do that, but you don't really have a lot of experience doing that? Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, so why not work a little bit on that? A little bit on on, on that, now that we have all this time where you literally can't get hired? Mm-hmm. Why not work on that? Why not work on the little things that bring you joy every day that... Because right now, we can't control and we don't know how you're going to get employed when... When you can get employed at the end of August or in December or whenever we are able to open schools or whatever, then you can worry about finding a job. But right now, there's no way to get employed. There's no way to be safely employed right now in a job that gives you purpose or meaning or any of that. So why not focus on either, I would say, getting more into your screenwriting or TV writing feels seeing if you could find some free courses or or if you have a book or something at home that you already have or if you have some type of I know there's a bunch of websites you can get the you can get the the scripts for free reading those because of course reading them is going to help why not work on that why not work on uh I know you had some type of idea for a different type of teaching which I don't want to share in here just in case but worry about what you can control right now. This is the thing. This is the big thing about anxiety, about the quarantine, about everything. We don't know anything. I mean, as far as we know, um, when this is all over, everything's over. I mean, like, I'm not negative Nancy. I'm not positive Polly or whoever these people are. I'm just trying to be like, how can we get better without having to worry about what we normally worry about? What's my purpose? How do I stay productive? You know, yeah, like, no, I agree with you. I think right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, I I agree what you're saying. I like working that and like, I do, I am writing. I'm, I'm not writing every single day, but I am writing. I'm writing more than when I was at work. Yeah. And stuff like that. And I'm enjoying it. Like the other day I wrote at night and I was enjoying it. It didn't feel like it was a forced thing. And I like that, but I don't, I personally don't, I don't know right now my anxiety hasn't been as bad as when I was at work. And I think right now it's been calm. I don't know if that's because I'm seeing a therapist and I'm actually finding ways to cope with it. I've been chill. I can't not have a schedule though. I have to have a schedule. I have to know that at nine, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't follow the schedule to the (laughs) T. Like I, like I set my alarm at nine, but I'm not waking up at nine in the morning. I'm not like, Whoa, let's go get it. No, I like, set an alarm but then at least by 9 45 I'm up and I'm like somewhat put together but that helps me that keeps me sane that keeps my anxiety at a low is having that that somewhat of a schedule so I can't just not do that because then I get anxious if I sit for too long not doing anything or just reading a book 
I started getting anxious because I need to be doing something. So when I'm doing things that are little, even if it's just getting up and going outside and rocking on a hammock for 10 minutes, that makes me feel accomplished. That makes me feel like I did something. Yay, I get a start for today. I have been reading. I haven't been reading as much, but I've been reading. I've been reading more than when I was at work. So I definitely know that for the little things that are making me that make me happy, I have been doing them more. I've been painting again. I've been doing more watching videos about beauty, which I used to like doing, and then I just never had time for. I've been enjoying that a lot more, watching TV. I had not been able to watch TV in so long, and now I can watch TV. I think I can see myself being very slippery slopey when it comes to mental health as far as, like, if I give myself too much free time, I start going, I'm allowing my thoughts to start taking over. And then that's when it starts going down for me. You know, and I do give myself one or two days to just chill. But for the most part, I do need to have a constant routine of something to do. And thinking like if it's just, so I haven't been applying to any new jobs, but I've been looking at jobs. So that way it keeps me motivated without like, I'm not applying to these jobs in LA because, like, I know they, no one's going to hire anyone right now. But I like having them in a tab so that it makes me feel, like, accomplished. Okay. Well, here's here's the difference between what you're saying and what I'm hearing. You're saying, I'm not, I'm being productive, but not as productive. I'm hearing you're learning that to both still do things when you don't have to do anything. And you're saying, I have to have a schedule or I get anxious. Well, you just learned something about yourself that is major. You need to have a schedule. Whether you follow it or not is your business. No one's on top of you. But if you need to write at 9 a.m., I wake up at 9.10, I brush my teeth at 9.15, I pee. You know what? You you sit there and you write it. If that's going to make you feel better, then you're already learning so much about yourself. You're learning how to control your anxiety. You're learning so much that you're going to be able to use whenever. Because if you do end up working uh, for TV screens and stuff, I'm not like an expert, but like I know you're going to have to set up your own type of schedule where you have to like writing is a is a lonely job where you're with yourself and your brain so you need to understand yourself so well and this is the perfect time to do that to do what you need to do while allowing yourself a little bit of space without having to worry about that that job that just gave, keeps the money coming in because because you can't worry about it because there's nothing we can do about it yeah and it's weird because like um when I was thinking about whether if I should just take a job just to earn money, I was like, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to go back to teaching because I actually enjoy teaching. I don't know. Like, it's definitely not something I want to do for the rest of my life, but it's not something that I hate. Like, I would not want to go back to doing, like, working at a restaurant or something like that just because, like, if I'm going to go back and do a job for a short time, it's going to be teaching so that at least I'm enjoying that bit. I'm still working with kids. I get that fulfillment. But I know in the back of my mind, like, this isn't something I'm going to keep doing forever. Yeah, I would love for you to, in the future, find a job where you can combine all of your passions, where you can teach while writing for TV. Girl, me too. Like, <laughs> you need to, like, come up with some solution or, like, somebody somebody come up with a I solution. I need to work for Disney Channel. Please hire me, Disney. <laughs> I have great ideas to make your movies more diverse. And to teach children. And I have experience. <laughs> Teach, yeah, and to educate kids. And I've, I got experience in both. So hire me. <laughs> right. <laughs> or Nickelodeon. I won't, I, I don't, either one's fine. <laughs> Shout out to Disney. 
I think we kind of went a little bit into mental health, which is great. I, I don't think I've seen a lot of people talk about it. And I know both you and I always are talking about our anxieties. And um, you've actually helped me a lot with kind of like figuring out mine. You're um, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, though, like with because of like you telling me of your experience and everything, it kind of made it helped me reach out for help because mm-hmm. I didn't want to see a therapist and now I am. And I actually really like it. Um, still a little sketched out. Sometimes I'm like, why am I telling a stranger my life? But <laughs> it helps. So, <laughs> so whatever. Um, <laughs> but I guess something I've learned in therapy is doing things that help you kind of cope or things to kind of distract you in a little bit. So like for me right now, my biggest thing that has kept me entertained that has kind of given me a little bit of like, I'm going to do this is TikTok. I know that sounds funny, but like for real, I've been on it too much. I've started making my own TikToks. I suck at it. I feel old as shit on that app, but it's okay. <laughs> Cause I like it. And, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I feel so old on there. And like, I'm constantly telling my younger cousins, I'm like, like today I, I texted them and I was like, is it just me or are all these TikTok dances the same, just a different song and different moves? And they uh-huh. were like, yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a lot of the lingo is different. But it's weird because like, I'm not a millennial. I'm a Gen Z, but I'm like the old Gen Z, like the older person. So it's weird. But I don't know. So TikTok's been helping me. Um, Amazon. Yeah, I've been ordering a lot. Uh, not good, but it's kept me sane. I ordered the dumbest shit. I ordered a lip plumper. A lip plumper. What is that? It's this weird. <laughs> it's this weird gloss that you put on your lips, and it gives you that like injection look. I don't know why. Oh no. I think. I think I'm losing. I was just like, oh, I need a new lipstick. <laughs> I think I heard somewhere that once you download TikTok, you're going crazy. I mean, maybe it's all the girls that I see on there with, like, really pretty lips. And I'm like, you know what? I kind of want some my lips to look like that. So I'll tell you if it works, though. I haven't tried it. But I've ordered the dumbest. Mm-hmm. That's been mm-hmm. the dumbest shit. Actually, no. The dumbest shit I've ordered on Amazon during quarantine has been um, masking tape. Who are you murdering? Um. <clears throat> I mean, I my parents soon, but no, what? it's <laughs> um, I don't know why. Actually, I do know why I ordered. It's like that painter's tape, like that blue tape. Mm-hmm. I ordered it because I got back into painting, oh. and I've always wanted to learn how to do watercolor, and I don't have the patience for watercolor. It just runs everywhere, and it drives me insane. So I found this thing where like you put it around the border and it helps like kind of get things together. I don't know. I, f- I bought it because I'm really bad and I'm getting, that's how you know you're getting old is when you start believing ads and things that people tell you to buy shit and then you buy it. <laughs> so that's where <laughs> I am. That's the two things that have helped me is Amazon shopping and TikTok. Uh, what about you? What's keeping you sane? <laughs> Okay, I think I actually, my shopping has gone down since I stopped working because, like, I feel like uh, a lot of my shopping was coming from Instagram. And right now, Instagram hasn't, I feel like it hasn't had as many ads. Maybe people are not paying for the ads. They're so on TikTok. Reason, <laughs> they're on TikTok. Um, I, my cousin 
was like has been trying to get me to download tiktok for a while she's like i'm gonna send you all the tiktoks and i'm like i refuse to download that app don't do it if it's important enough it will show up <laughs> on instagram it's a but... black hole <laughs> so i don't i didn't download that app for me i've just kind of been like honestly i'm not an outside person but it's been nice and windy outside and i've just kind of like had these moments where i just like go well right now i'm in quarantine in my room so I, all i have is my window but when I was able to go outside, uh, I would just sit on the couch and just, like, stare at, like, the sky, which sounds crazy. But it's just so nice when the breeze is going through your hair and you're by yourself outside. There's no noise. And you just, like, see, like, the blueness of the sky. Like, I love the sky. I'm a sky lover. So um, that was one thing that I was really doing. Now that I'm in quarantine in my room, when I'm feeling really stuffy, like anxious I like get up I change I put on lots of jewelry because for me it's not makeup it's jewelry and luckily jewelry does not like go bad or like end (laughs) (laughs) or at least the ones I'm buying so um so for me I just like I'll open both like the two windows that I have and if if I can I actually like like I open the curtains and then I'll open one of the windows and I kind of hear like the kids outside there's like kids outside in their bikes and the neighbor has like a little child and he just like screams and stuff so I'm just like listening to them as if I'm outside that has really been helping me um I don't know like I know this is like a touchy subject but like I'm a really religious person and for me what I used to do with my anxiety was I would go to church and like be with God like uh, there's something called the Santissimo where like his you basically like the Eucharist is there um and I kind of created a space in my room where I have that so I just like I've been trying to like I haven't fully used it yet except to pray and stuff but when I might my, my when I because it's kind of like meditating where you just sit there where you feel like there's some type of presence or something around but you kind of sit there in the quiet of nothing and Mm-hmm. and that that is really helpful to me like I just created that space and like right now just knowing I have the space is helpful I haven't used it yet but I know it's going to be really helpful to me um I put a little uh journal candle and then if anything I can like write what I'm feeling or whatever I want that's something that really has helped um and um for me television is always a big helper um you know I haven't been watching that much television. I've been watching dumb TV. I think I've just been rewatching Victorious. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, because I just wanted like a background thing. Like I'll put it and then I'll like clean my room or something. And for now, that's just like, like I, I haven't been watching anything too intense because of everything that's going on. I just want to be light and in a light mood. So I either as a background or as a like silly, like I'm on my like bed like when I was a child and I have to worry about nothing in the world I don't know what it is but those are like the I would say the three things that have really been helping me while I'm quarantined in my room um for some reason something that I think is really good out of this whole thing I know there's a lot of bad but I and everybody's saying it but like everybody's been kind of connecting with nature a lot and I've always been like yeah no for real when you (laughs) said that you like sitting outside yeah it made me think, yeah, I've been sitting outside every single day. It's part of my routine. Like, I sit outside, and I'll be on TikTok, but I'm still sitting outside. <laughs> and sometimes I'll, like, go outside and eat lunch, or sometimes mm-hmm. I'll, like, go outside and eat dinner. Yesterday, for example, did you do the whole um, pink moon thing? 
I didn't you, find like, out did you... about that. So no. So I, I found out about it yesterday, like at lunchtime, because mm-hmm. my coworkers were talking and I sat outside like around 1030. Well, since like 930, my grandma, my brother, myself and my mom, we all sat outside. Did I, did I say, did I say that in the right order? I don't know. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you always put yourself last, right? So it's grandma. <laughs> it's okay. We're you not doing a grammar list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they, we all sat outside and it was so nice. Like mm-hmm. the moon was so beautiful. It made me be like, oh, we want to, I want to camp. I hate camping, <laughs> but I was like, we can camp in the backyard. <laughs> I think and... That's a little extreme. I do not want to camp. <laughs> I was like, it's so beautiful. And it made me think like, oh, like th- this is like, this is, this is nature healing itself. I know it sounds yeah. really hippie, but it's like nature needed this little break of like people being outside and it's it's sad the way it had to come with a lot of you know death and a lot of sickness yeah um but like yeah and i just thought of another one that's been helping me Mm -hmm. kind of feel better about what's happening i don't know if you've noticed and this is on any social media platform that you get on people uploading little videos or Instagram stories of like positive things they're doing, like helping um, like the nurses, like donating stuff, like on my Instagram feed, I get a lot of not Instagram feed on my Facebook feed. I get a lot of um, little like restaurants who are donating cookies Mm -hmm. or there was like this restaurant who donated. They were, they had so much supplies and they weren't able to keep the restaurant. So they decided to donate, all the rest of the food, they made little boba teas and they went to the hospital and gave all the boba teas to the nurses and stuff. So like things like that have made me feel good. Like they're still good out there. And also on TikTok, there's this guy who uploads these little stories of he's dating the girl who lives in the building across from him, mm-hmm. but they've never met. He like took a video of her making a TikTok and then was like, TikTok, help me find this girl. And then <laughs> it's like a little love story that's developing. Aww. And now they talk and she it's like it's a love story that I'm just like, I need to I need to keep up. So things Next like that have season. like <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but things like that, just rem- seeing that there's good and that people are doing good deeds, it kind of makes you feel like, well, like shit, because you're not doing anything. But also like <laughs> There's like, like there's at least some people out there doing good deeds, and I'm just sitting <laughs> on my fucking floor making a podcast. And but, you like watching uh, people do deeds. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, that's cute. They're getting into heaven. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I won't see you down hell. Like, <laughs> but... Okay, okay. <laughs> no, Calm <but> down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do. I think it's great that people are doing. It does make you want to do good things, like stay home so that no one gets sick, kind of thing. Um, you know what? Us doing this is, podcast yeah. and staying home is something good. So we're maybe going not to help. I just, I just felt like <laughs> Kylie Card, not Kylie Kardashian, Kylie Jenner. God, I feel old when I say that. Um, <laughs> Kylie Jenner, because like, it's bothered me that all these famous people are like stay at home and they have these big ass <laughs> mansions so they can stay at home, but it's like, I. I'm in my room on my floor, my windows, my entertainment. You have a swimming pool, a theater room, all of this shit. 
I don't know. I thought it was funny. I saw a meme about it, and I was like, yes. Yeah. These I mean, famous people telling it's us. It's funny, but, like, we're going to criticize artists no matter what. So if they tell us not to stay at home, we're going to be like, oh, they're not helping. And if, I mean, they're just, at least they're spreading yeah. it against something positive. They can't help that they have beautiful mansions that are bigger than, I don't know, our work. They can help. <laughs> they can donate their money. No, but, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, yeah. What is it going to say? Um, I feel like, so... I want to clarify that I, neither of us are hipsters. I, I normally spend the least amount of time outside. Uh, we are, you can call us nerds, but you cannot call us hipsters. I'm, I'm going to guarantee it. But, yeah. but I do want to say, like, what, what you said about, about Earth kind of, like, cleaning itself. My mom told me the other day that, like, in Venezia, the, the, the water is so clear right now that you can see fish. You know, that yeah. is crazy, because I don't yes. know if you've been to Venezia, but that that was nasty. Like, you can't see, like, your own reflection, and if you can, you got a shitty reflection. Like, <laughs> I don't know, like... The, the water was I'm scared. Sorry, the water was so scared of your reflection, it was, like, clear. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so so that's crazy to me, and um, you know what? Like, it is kind of awesome to see all the positivity, but, but like, I really hope that when all of this is over, we don't forget everything that we can do to make the world a better place because I think right now people are at home and they're creative and they're like oh no we have all these things left over let's think about the nurses let's think about the janitors but like what about in our normal lives let's think about all those people what about let's not forget all the sacrifice that everybody's doing and when we go back to our normal worlds hopefully before the end of the year we're not like oh I'm throwing this away. Oh, nurses, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, there's still a lot of people out there that are still being really rude. Um, flight attendants, that that's an essential job, like, um, the for the economy, for moving the aircraft, they had to be moving around. And my mom's a flight attendant, and she was telling me some horror stories about people, the couple, like, two, three people that were on the plane, and how bad they're treating flight attendants. Like, just because... Oh my God, fuck those people. Yeah, like... N- there's a lot of good out there. There's still a lot of bad. There's always going to be both. Yeah, there is. But just like, just get, take it as an encouragement and try to be better later. It's good to see the good. It's good to see the good, but uh, that's also called PR, honey. <laughs> they got some good PR people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I do agree, though. Appreciation. I am so happy people are realizing the importance of the arts and the importance of teachers because teachers get so much shit. They first they get paid shit. I would know I was a teacher and it's just the like people, I'm not going to lie to you. One of the reasons I left teaching was because we were underappreciated, overworked, underpaid. And some parents teach you like you're the help. And I was like, I, I have the power to make your child brilliant and you're treating me like shit. And I think with everything going to online schooling, it's been so hard on a lot of kids. And I think parents are realizing like crap, like teachers do a lot that, you know, not everyone is meant to teach. Everyone can teach. Not everyone is meant to teach. And that's one of them. And the arts, um, when it when it, when everything was starting to go virtual, I don't know if you noticed how like operas, uh, museums were uploading that they had free paintings and like that you can see free virtual tours. Broadway's doing like free uploads of their shows. Um, the Jimmy Fallon show 
the way he's doing it from home has been amazing. There's been so many live concerts that are... Yeah, live concerts, people, like, artists doing music for free, free concerts from their home. All of this free art content. I'm hoping people realize the importance of it and that it's so underfunded. People, like, the government doesn't put money into it. And I don't want to get into politics, but it's just, like basic thing of like people are realizing the importance of nature of the arts and of teachers and of the internet the power of the internet like okay i want to i want to kind of bring up something that i think is super interesting or will be go Um, for it so a while ago and i was like discussing with my dad about how like different music is nowadays and um he's always like talking about how how like in his time he had queen he had all these bands and how like they changed so much like in the history of music and how like music nowadays is like getting bland and repetitive and like basically there's no like he was saying like is there really a band that you can say or like an artist that you say a song they did or something they did is gonna live through the years like queen like this like the bohemian rhapsody blah 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 and i think for me when i started thinking about it most of the ones that have done something so important have been during some type of crisis during world war 1 during the great depression and i think that this pandemic is going to bring about that big change that everybody's been looking for in entertainment and i think right now the music people are creating the um the whatever's going free i think all of that is going to be the big change that like we're going to see in music and entertainment and i think that like I just want to bring that up because like I feel like it's something that people have been questioning for a while like oh what has become of us but I think Mm -hmm. we are of course like a lot of us there's still people that are alive that have lived through like a world war but a lot of us like Gen Gen Z millennials all of us have not lived through something like that that big where we can say like we've been changed so much and I think this is uh what is going to change a lot of us like give us a different perspective like we were getting too comfortable in our like nice little fancy like technology filled rooms and i know there's a lot of people that don't have technology out there but a lot of us do um depending on what country you're in i agree with you i think right now in the next couple months if not already that we've been at home the creativity of people has been through the roof and i think we're going to get some amazing music who knows maybe the next amazing book maybe the next amazing movie all of this these different things because people have like you said earlier the time to do it i'm a huge fan of a lot of artists i like a lot of music but you're right there hasn't been like someone who's like yeah i think that the iconic Uh and i know a lot of people may think like beyonce and stuff like that but like there hasn't been like something that's making history something that's like right yeah and she's she's pretty close i'm I'm talking about something that like touches so many people that does such a big change like uh, there's been so many great artists but like i feel like within themselves like there there's just a lot and they're all around the same like i'm talking about one that like will touch so many generations yeah so so yeah i think like you said for sure we're we're on the end of a better of the better stick um and mm-hmm. like no i know what you mean yeah i like, agree we're complaining but we're not like worried about like we're worried about people dying in a different way um not necessarily like in a war or whatever and uh i do think that this t- like like i want to bring up back uh the mental health stuff and i think that this is a time not only for us to sit here and think about how we can make ourselves better and remember to be grateful and remember to uh to look at the positive of things because that always 
really helps with anxiety. Even I know it's tough when people tell you think positive when you're in the middle of an anxiety attack, but I'm not talking about thinking positive at that moment. I'm talking about thinking positive within your life, within uh, waking up or before going to bed, listing a couple things that are positive, not big things, but like little things. Um, This is something I learned from basically Rachel Hollis, who is amazing. Um, Her and her husband are really, really, really positive people. And they're always talking about mentioning the little things like, oh, you know what, this this morning, um, I don't know, my dog wagged his tail when I went downstairs and like licked my arm. And that just brings little tiny moments of joy that joy that like create our day. And like you you point out three of those every day and then you'll you live for those moments of joy. And it really helps you as a whole. And I think this pandemic is going to be a chance for a lot of change, positive, negative, hopefully more positive. And I, and like right now there's a lot of positivity coming out of it. And I think it's a chance for us to not only look at ourselves as how can I grow as a person, but how can we grow as a society? How can we grow as a country, as a city, as a family? You know, it's just, I feel like I've gotten into that a lot this episode for some strange reason. I've felt like I've had to talk about it, but it's just really important right now. And I think that's something that has become valuable during this time. And I think that the most important thing is to not forget this. It's so easy to think about it now, but when we're back to quote unquote normal, let's not forget the importance of all that. Yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think we're going to forget it a hundred percent just because of how, how much it has affected people like some people are losing their jobs some people are you know they're struggling and we're very much fortunate at least I feel very fortunate that I have my health even though a couple months ago I was struggling with it and yeah that I'm at a place where thankfully I'm not 100% on the green side of it there's like I'm still I'm at the end of it but I'm still very much need to be careful with my immune system and but I'm grateful for that for sure and also that I have my family and that they're healthy and that I have a home and that I have a job and that I have food and I don't need to worry so I that's definitely something that you said you know waking up and trying to remind myself and it does help when I am having anxiety kind of creep out I I try to remind myself like yes all of these things are out of your control because that's one of the reasons I get a lot of anxiety because, like, I feel like I need to be in control of everything. And so then mm-hmm. when I don't have control in that level of, like, mm-hmm. how big of this is, it does bring a lot of anxiety for me. So it, it it's definitely helped to, like you said, be grateful or just remind yourself of the little things that make you happy. Um, and, yeah, I think I think it's good to talk about it right now. I don't think a lot of people are talking about what they're going through as far as mental health during this time because I was I'm gonna be honest I was freaking scared whenever we got the news that we had to work from home and that there was a big question mark as to how um how much more we have to like how long it's gonna last I was like crap like my mental health is gonna go down but it hasn't it's been good it's been stable for now so that's good but I, I think we're coming to an end we, I don't want us to go too much off because, um, yeah, but it's been great. And we hope that you guys liked and listened or well, I hope you guys liked listening to us talk and stutter and sound awkward because it's our first episode. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> but yeah, and not all of our podcasts are going to be about quarantine. We have some fun ones coming up 
for you to get to know us a little bit better. So definitely subscribe, whether you're listening to, to us on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, um, anywhere you find this, like it. I think we're going to upload it to YouTube as well and share it on our Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Review, you can find us anywhere. Us. Review. Yes. Tell us that we're awesome. We and like feedback. <laughs> we like it. Negative, not so much, but we'll take it. And <laughs> don't tell us that we suck. We know that. It's our first one. Be kind to us, okay? Be <laughs> like, positive, guys. <laughs> Be positive. <laughs> um, but yeah, subscribe, leave leave a message, follow us on Instagram. Do you want to share your personal Instagram? Or mm, I don't mind sharing my personal Instagram. No. But <laughs> that's cool. We can share if you want to follow do we have me. a sounds nice one. <laughs> We do. Okay. We have a podcast. Um, you can follow us at, at Sounds Nice Podcast. There you go. And all of our social media is at just at Sounds Nice Podcast. Uh, but yeah, thanks so much, guys. Sounds nice. <laughs>